The affirmation trap can be characterized by positive thinking about oneself to cause us to believe better things about who we are and what we can accomplish. By believing these positive things about ourselves, we'll feel more positive about who we are and that will ultimately lead us to success. The affirmation trap can also be characterized by another aspect, which is becoming a slave to the affirmation of others. In this episode, I discuss the dangers of the affirmation trap and how we as believers should approach this topic from a biblical perspective. What kind of man are you? This life will require you to be steadfast, immovable, strong, and courageous. Though this world says you should get a trophy just for showing up and there are no winners and losers, you must train to win the prize. You do the hard things. You persevere. You are becoming the man God created you to be. You exercise discipline. The discipline of manliness. Guys, what is going on today? Welcome back to the Discipline of Manliness podcast. I am Colin Hornback, your host and founder. Thank you again for tuning in today, guys. We're coming back for another episode. I'm excited to be with you yet again. And guys, I got to tell you, I've been really, really encouraged by what's been going on in the podcast for the last month or so. Um, Guys, we've been seeing a lot of extra growth, and I can only attribute that to you guys sharing this show. Uh, tuning in regularly and faithfully and sharing this with your friends, family, brothers, you know, coworkers, guys you go to church with, your small groups, whatever it is that you guys are doing, you guys are really helping this show grow. And I've been super excited and encouraged about what's been going on from about the month of October till about now. So the last four to six weeks, I've definitely been seeing a, a huge spike in the amount of downloads and the amount of, I'm guessing, you know, sharing and things like that. And just wanted to say thank you so much to all of you guys who have been tuning in, who have been sharing the show, um, getting getting on social and commenting or getting onto your podcast platforms and leaving that rating and review. All those things have been really helping to grow this show. Still got a lot of room to grow. We're still going to be working on this show regularly and trying to you know get me to be a better podcast host and to come up with better and better topics. But just to call out a few things, guys, from the last, I don't know, like I said, month to six weeks, some of my, my biggest shows as of late have been um, The Power of Discipline and Focus, um, my, my Definition of Masculinity, Part 1. So one of my very first episodes is the number two. Um, so that one's been a big one. Even the introduction to the show is up there in the top five. Um, and then other ones have been like What is a Man, The Killing Complacency episode, uh, Pursuing Your Passions, that interview with Jake Weidman, that's been a really big one. Uh, developing a Workout Routine has been big along with many others, guys, about like using your talents, God's will for your life, building connections as an introvert was a big one, even I think more so than the the extrovert episode. So there's just been a lot of really good episodes here, guys, a lot of good traction, a lot of good movement on these shows over the last, like I said, maybe six weeks or so. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for, for tuning in, for downloading and for sharing and going in and leaving those ratings and reviews. All that stuff is helping me a ton in growing this show. So guys, I'm going to, I'm going to keep focusing on, on doing what I'm doing. I'm going to keep working on the episodes and giving you guys Stuff you want to hear for sure, but at the same time, stuff maybe you need to hear. And uh, I'm never going to be too worried about just telling you what you know what your itching ears might want to hear. I want to I want to hit you guys with stuff that's um, hard truths, that's realities because you know, I need to hear them. You know, I need to go over the those things and that content, and I need to be making sure that I'm applying it to my life. So I'm going to be continually working on myself in that. I'm going to work to become a better orator, a better speaker, uh, to develop a better and better show for you guys. 
things and to give you guys content that won't just uh, make you feel good, but that will make you live good. You know, things are going to be building you up and making you be better and better men. And ultimately the purpose of the show, becoming the men that God made us to be. So thanks again, guys. You guys are killing it. Thank you so much. And keep sharing this episode. Uh, guys, keep sharing the show. Keep getting on social and sharing screenshots of what you're listening to. Help me get this message out and let's make sure that guys, yes, show up as uh, they should in their masculine role the way God designed it. But more importantly, guys, to make sure men have a direct and one-on-one personal relationship with their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Guys, with all that said, um, I'm going to jump right into this episode for this week. Um, This week, we're talking about the affirmation trap and I, uh, I kind of mentioned this in the intro to this show. Um, I do think that affirmation trap shows up in maybe two distinct ways. Um, there's maybe the more common one that people are familiar with, and that's the basically the trap of self-affirmation, um, getting caught up in affirming ourselves like all we have to do is affirm who we are, give ourselves positive thoughts. Um, you know, some of these big names out there in motivational speaking will tell you this and they tell you that, you know, just tell yourself you're, you're handsome, you're funny, you're smart, you're fit. Um, and all these things just affirm who you are or the way you are as you are, and you'll just become better because of that. And I, I don't find that to be a truth that is, is worth trying to pursue. I don't think it's a, it's a true thought process. Um, I think it, it ignores the reality of where we are and where we fall short and figuring out how we need to improve those things. Um, but there's another way I think we get caught up in the affirmation trap and that is, um, becoming a slave to the affirmation of others. I think we end up craving others affirmation for our decisions. And if we don't get affirmed in our choices, then we second guess, doubt our choices, doubt our decisions, um, and maybe even change course from our decisions entirely in order to please others. And that can look like a lot of different ways. I mean, that could be a job, like maybe you got a, a job offer and maybe your family doesn't approve and they don't like that job. Um, there's a there's a time and place for that. Maybe if you're doing a, a job that maybe isn't um, as morally upright or wholesome, but at the same time, guys, if, if it's just a, a good job, something that is positive that could benefit you, but maybe just isn't what your family expected and they don't affirm that choice, you might second guess that decision to take this job or to move across the country for a job or whatever, you know, that, that case may be. And, uh, I don't think we necessarily always need to play into the affirmation of others to, to pursue decisions, um, there is a time and place to take wise counsel guys, but, but not in every single decision. We have to be very cautious and discerning about how we choose to gain others affirmation. So the, the problem though, at the end of the day with both of these traps, the self affirmation trap or the affirmation from others approval, um, is that they both come down to trusting in people or potentially our own, uh, personal efforts and personal motivations and things like that. Either way, you're trusting in your own personal goodness or you're trusting in the word of others more than you're trusting in what God has to say. And that is the problem. Now, just to clarify, 
I'm, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be self-confident. It is okay to be confident. It's, I think, perfectly acceptable to know your gifting, to know what skills and abilities God has blessed you with, and to know and believe that you're capable of accomplishing something, anything. Um, when you know God's given you the skill set, you know you have the capability to do it. There's nothing wrong with believing that you are capable of doing it. As long as your self-confidence is constrained by humility rationale, fear of God, then self-confidence can be a great asset in accomplishing any number of different things. However, taken to an extreme, self-confidence can become an idol and no amount of belief in yourself is going to guarantee a particular outcome. No amount of belief in yourself guarantees success. And that's where some of that, uh, again, self-affirmation trap can really get in the way and become ultimately, like I said, an idol. And having said all of that, here are two things that we've got to realize. And this is the truth of negating and defeating that self-affirmation trap. I think the first thing we actually have to realize, I kind of wrote these backwards. I, I wrote one side before the other, but I think the first thing you got to realize is that people ourselves included in many ways, especially people who are apart from Christ are completely untrustworthy. And I don't mean that as a dig or a slam to anybody um, for not believing what I believe. That's certainly not my my point. I'm just stating a reality based on what I read in the Bible. Um, and I've got a number of, of options here, resources here from the scriptures that will tell us that. And that's, I mean, Romans 3.10, no one is righteous, not even one. You can look at Luke 18.9, no one's good except God alone. Jeremiah 17.9, the heart is deceitful. You could go to Proverbs 3, uh, verse 5, lean not on your own understanding. Uh, those who trust in themselves are fools, Proverbs twenty eight twenty six. Human help is worthless, Psalm 108, verse 12. Um, there's, just, there's a lot of, of examples here that show us that people are not who we should put our trust in. That's not where we should have our ultimate trust is what I should say. Like I said, there is a time and place for getting good, godly, wise counsel. I'm going to get to that a little bit later, but ultimately we shouldn't be looking for just the affirmation of people. There's a time and a place for it, but ultimately there's also a time and a place where we need to be confident in the realities of what God's given us and what he's told us and the wisdom he's given us. And to know that even if we're going against what the crowd says, that that might just be the exact right place to be. So first things first, understand that people, yourself included, myself included, and especially people who, who don't have a relationship with Christ are not going to be a trustworthy, reliable source for finding affirmation, finding that confidence. The other thing you got to recognize and realize is that God, on the other hand, in contrast, is completely trustworthy. You look at Deuteronomy 32.4. He is the rock. His works are perfect and all his ways are just. A faithful God who does no wrong, upright and just is he. And then you look at Proverbs 3.5 again. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Look at Proverbs 28.25. Those who trust in the Lord will prosper. Whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. Proverbs 29, 25. Believe in the Lord your God and you will be able to stand firm. Second Chronicles 20, verse 20. So these are all just a few examples that are, or I didn't dig into this forever and, and take, you know, hours of preparation to find these verses. These are, these are pretty quick to find. 
Um, so these are all great examples of where our trust needs to ultimately lie. So we need to first put our trust in God, and we also need to realize that that people are not trustworthy, as I've outlined between these these two points already. Something else that you'll you'll notice, or if you go to Isaiah uh, forty verses thirty through thirty one. Another great one to illustrate that people can't be relied on is that it says, even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So what does all of that look like on a day-to-day basis? I can quote you a lot of scriptures on the goodness of God, the trustworthiness of God. I can quote you a lot of scriptures on how people are not reliable and how we can't put our trust in them. But at the end of the day, what do you do on a day-to-day basis to, to live this out, to make sure that this is how you are living your life and how you go forward each day with each decision? First of all, I'm going to say live with that self-confidence as I outlined earlier. It's okay to know your talents, skills, abilities, your giftings. And you should be aware of what God has made you capable to do. You also, if you go back and listen to my How You Can Know God's Will for Your Life episode, um, that one's going to be another great outline as to how you can know that it's okay to pursue a certain path and to get those um, five those five examples of of how you can know that you're living in God's will or the five things I should say that you have to get right first to then know that you, you can have kind of a free will and a free choice in whatever else God puts on your heart to do. So go back and listen to the God's will for your life episode. Um, in addition to this, but basically live in that self-confidence, um, that God has made you capable to accomplish certain things and that he's gifted you to do certain things, know what you're capable of, And then secondly, right after that is self-evaluate, check yourself regularly and evaluate how you're doing with your current skill sets and the new ones you're trying to build. When you fall short, be honest about it. Don't beat yourself up. Don't sit there, you know, wallowing, but recognize the amount of effort you put in so far, where that got you, how you need to improve moving forward to keep getting better. You don't have to stay, you know, wallowing in the mud and self-pity because you fell short one time or a few times, or maybe it's been a real struggle for you in a certain new skill set you're trying to build. Um, talk to me about patience. I've been trying to build that one since I was a kid and I'm still struggling with that one. So I'm about the least patient person you'll know, but just know that you can always keep getting better. Um, you can always keep growing in anything you're falling short in, but just do a regular self evaluation to know that you're doing well, to look at how you're doing with where you are, what things are going right, what things are going wrong and how you're going to improve them. Thirdly, Seek God's glory through your actions. If you're working just for your own glory and for your own kingdom, that one day will fall. Instead, make sure that you're working to build up an eternal kingdom that will never fall. Look at Colossians 3.17. Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Ultimately, make sure that you are more than anything else working to establish, build up, and live for God's kingdom more than just your own. And the number four here, I'm going to tell you, ensure you have godly counsel. I alluded to this earlier, um, and the verses that I kind of mentioned uh, earlier on all indicate, you know, we can't really trust human wisdom. 
even we as believers, we, we, uh, we can't always be trusted. It ultimately really depends on where we're putting and submitting our belief systems to. But at least as believers, as people who trust in Christ, we have a chance at getting this right because we have a relationship with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. We have the Spirit inside of us who is going to help correct us from wrong thinking. Um, but again, it does depend on where we're submitting our beliefs to. And if we submit them to worldly wisdom, we're not going to be a reliable source. If we submit those beliefs to godly wisdom, to godly teaching, then we're going to be a reliable source. So at the end of the day, um, ultimately don't worry about what other people say about your decisions. That's kind of the first, first part of this. Um, especially if there, these people aren't like-minded in their beliefs with you, you really shouldn't be worried about what they're going to tell you. If they disagree with your decisions, respectfully listen to their input, but don't internalize it. Don't make it a part of your own belief system and what you think you should do or let it dictate your actions. Ultimately, internalize and act on godly input from the men that you know who fear God and act in humility to his word and keep those men close. Those are the ones you need to call up when you have that big decision and you need to run that thought process, your motives, your your decision ultimately by those men and see what they think. Um, you know, that can be a dad, it could be your brother, it could be a, a godly man in your church, it could be anybody that you know, a really good friend. There's any any number of men, good godly men you could have in your corner, and this all comes back to some of the the core things I talk about and having connections and why you need to have good godly relationships. But you gotta have those men in your corner that you can get that good godly counsel from and you need to be able to run those decisions by them um, when, when you're making those big decisions. This could be you know, who you're going to marry. That's a huge decision. That's, I think, the second most important decision you're ever going to make in life. Um, so I think it'd be wise to go to some good godly men who are in your corner and ask them about this girl you're dating. You know, Ask them about what they think of her. Do they see any uh, red flags. They have any pause, you know, go, go and get that godly wisdom on that. You know, it could be on a, like I said, a job or a move across the country. There's any number of things it could be on, but get those, get that godly counsel in your, in your corner and make sure that you're listening to that. Guys, I really appreciate you tuning in. This is kind of a quick episode, but, um, just something I felt was important to discuss. There's a lot of teaching going around today. Um, in a lot of different secular corners and even going through a lot of the church. And it's easy to fall prey to inaccurate teaching that really isn't founded in God's word at all. And I think we as men need to be sharp. We need to be on the watch for that kind of false teaching. And we need to make sure we're taking action against it. And I think the only way we can really do that is to, again, submit our belief systems and what we're, we're learning, what we're submitting our ideas to, and how we're showing up, we got to submit all that to God's word and God's teaching. And I felt it was important to talk about this one to know how to do this correctly, how to get that proper amount of affirmation and when to completely ignore what the world's saying and, and ignore that affirmation and not worry about what other people say. So this is a pretty in-depth topic. Um, I've only really scratched the surface on it. If you guys have questions, please hit me up. You can reach me on email at disciplineofmanliness at gmail.com. You can hit me up on disciplineofmanliness on Instagram. I'm also Colin.hornback on Instagram. I'm, I'm usually probably a little more 
or at least historically been more active on my Colin.Hornback account, but I am working to build up that discipline of manliness account. So hit me up there too. And I'm also on Facebook as Colin Hornback as well. So guys, I look forward to your questions. I look forward to your comments. I'd love to know what you guys think. Even if you disagree with anything I've said, I'm more than happy to hear you out and to talk about those things and uh, could create a really good conversation for this show. So don't be afraid to hit me up with any of your thoughts. So again, thank you so much for listening. Do go in and leave that rating and review to come back to where I started this whole thing, this episode. Guys, That those ratings and reviews have been really helpful in building the podcast up. So go into your podcast platform, leave me that rating and review, and I would really appreciate your feedback there. It really helps other men find this show and know the value we're bringing. And be sure to share this episode, screenshot it, share it on social, and let people know what you're listening to. And uh, as you guys, if you guys do email me with any questions, also send me ideas for future topics. I'd love your input to know what you guys want to hear about, what you guys want me talking about, and uh, I'd love to bring bring value to you guys in that way. Be sure to tune in next week, guys. Um, we'll have another episode in the Discipline of Manliness podcast coming at you next Tuesday morning. Until then, guys, I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Have a great week and keep practicing the Discipline of Manliness. <laughs>